Welcome to the SWP. It's brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, your Ottawa-certified pre-owned Ford dealer. They remove all of the worries with a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, vehicle history report, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and a whole lot more. See, that's peace of mind when you're buying a vehicle. Check out jimkford.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call, let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Right then, welcome to our show. It's great to have you here. You look fantastic. My God, you always look fantastic. Thanks for spending a little time with us today. It's Stevie and Jimmy, former TSN Morning Show cronies, crushing it in the podcast world. Thanks to our fine sponsors, Jim K. Ford and All Insurance Ontario. We got it. We got the sports and we got the whatever. James, how are you today? Stevie, my boy, happy Easter. No, thank yeah, you as I'm well. Good. I'm thinking back to my uh, Easter hunt days and... Uh, it was always uh, it was always great, um, and then the the deal was right when uh, it's like when you Christmas shop for your kids, you got to make sure everyone gets the same same value, right? Like I went, I did it this year with my kids. I had them over, so it was like, okay, uh, you, I, I go shopping with not a bunch in mind, and then I'll see some go. Okay, I got to get that for my son, right. and it was one hundred and forty bucks. So now that kicks it off, Stevie. I got to go find a one hundred and forty for my daughter. And then find a 140 for my other son, right? And Easter used to be like that in my house, okay? So everyone's supposed to get the same amount of eggs. And I'm going, well, why have a hunt then? <laughs> like if I can't scoop, if I scoop 80% of the eggs, I win the hunt, Stevie. Well, you know this is I'm a saying? competition. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah it's a, yeah, it's a hunt, okay? It's a, and then my mom's looking at everything and going, okay, you got to give him some of your, no, 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 no. The only one I decided that was is everyone got a big bunny. Okay, there were f- five of us, right? So everyone got got a big bunny, or four of us. Nice. Got, so, if it's a, were you, you know, a solid t- bunny or or a hollow bunny guy? Yeah, the hollow bunny. Yeah, punch the shit out of it. You know, get, get all. <laughs> I remember. I still Destroy. have the devast. It's funny how the trauma of childhood kind of stays with you, but when you're a six year old kid, it uh, these things stay with you. These trivial things, and I remember getting. This gigantic hollow Easter bunny. Unfortunately, my dad placed it a little too, too close to the warm air vent. So my 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 chocolate Easter bunny, my sister got a beautiful one. It was in perfect shape when she found hers. But I find mine chocolate lava. That's it. It's all over the it, it, it didn't even it's it behind stay the radiator. The, yeah. It didn't stay in the box either. Like it oozed out the side of the box. So it's all over the hardwood floor. So yeah. My sister had to share hers with me, but I remember the trauma of that. That's my Easter trauma, and yeah, I've lived a pretty go. good life if that's traumatic for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. Now, speaking of kids, I was seeing this morning that the kids in the hall have returned. They uh, they dropped this morning the trailer for, uh, I guess Amazon decided to resurrect them from the dead, and they actually used that in their trailer because, of course, the kids in the hall did five episodes or five seasons. Back in the 80s and I think early 90s, and then called it a day. And so, what they did in the trailer 
They've got a tombstone, the kids in the hall TV show buried here. Mm-hmm. And so they basically dig it up and the five of them are there inside the grave. And so clearly out of the gate, we are going to have the same offbeat crew that we all knew back in the, uh, like I say, late 80s, early 90s. Were you a big Kids in the Hall guy or not? Well, I was, you know, uh, when it started. Uh, all of the uh, the sketch comedy stuff, right? That was back in the day when it was fairly rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're Canadian, uh, I, I guess Second City in our time would would have probably been the best. Oh, yeah, you know, the with, best. Uh, Eugene Levy and those guys, uh, all the Canadian. Uh, Martin, Andrea Martin. Oh, Eugene, yeah. Uh, yeah. what's his John face? John Candy. Big, John Candy, yeah, and on and on. Uh, that was <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, and then and then uh, SNL, right, was always around, right, doing all the skits. But uh, I th- th- that one was good. That was good. There was another one called Codco. Yeah, I think. I, from, I was uh, going to bring that up. They came up. They were back to back. Both of those popped up in the late '80s at the same time, roughly, and. Yeah, that was, uh, and I think some of those, the Codco crew, like Mary Walsh, I think was on that. Yeah. And, and uh, anyway, they, I think a number of them moved on to this hour as 22 minutes. And, right. Uh, so Canadians yeah, so, are pretty good at it, Stevie. Canadians oh, are yeah. pretty good at it, you know? Um, yeah, but I do remember laughing my head off, laughing my head off at, at uh, um, what, not new kids? What's it called? Not new kids on the block. <laughs> new kids on the hall. Uh, kids, the kids in the hall. The kids, yeah, okay. yeah. So it's been thirty years since they were uh, they were doing their thing, and uh, off they go. And uh, so it's Dave Foley, Bruce McCullough, uh, Kevin McDonald, Mark McKinney, who's an Ottawa guy, and Scott Thompson back as a uh, with a fresh batch of offbeat characters. But they got some beloved classics in there as well, like the "I'm crushing your head" guy. Oh yeah, right, crush right, your right, head. right, right, yeah, crush, crush, yes, of course, yeah. yeah. We should cool. get into some sports talk, my friend. Let's do it. A lot of people in Ottawa are talking about this athletic story about Eugene Melnick, the Ottawa Senators' former owner who passed away 17 days ago. And I know for a fact Ian Mendez is one of the people who wrote this thing, along with Katie Strang, Dan Robson. They've been working on this thing for a very long time. Kind of a backstory on Eugene Melnick. And now that he's passed away, it kind of, I don't know, it seemed like it evolved into, okay, this is this guy's legacy the story talks a lot about him purchasing the team and uh, the early days of uh, of his you know, professional life, what he was up to. Talked about the Eagles concert back in the day. Uh, you were in town for that one, I think, as he uh, as he arrived mm-hmm. on the scene. So that was all kind of wound into it. But there were a lot of storylines. You know, they interviewed a lot of people, former employees, players, everybody that's been around this guy over the last two decades. And a number of stories came out that I think would, uh, even for those who didn't like Eugene Melnick very much, still be, wow, I didn't, I didn't know it was that bad. There were stories like, apparently he, when they had a night for Hockey is for Everyone at the CTC, they had a post on social media that featured uh, two men hugging who both had Sens jerseys on and he strongly objected to that and uh, did a lot of name-calling of employees because of that. There was also a female employee he called the C-word and said, how dare you question me? You're a no one. That always tells me a lot about someone when they say that, do you know who I am or that kind of thing. Um, He instructed employees not to post an NHL post about Black Lives Matter 
in and around the George Floyd story when I think the NHL took a night off one night, if I recall. Um, he, of course, fought with and fired employees and sued a ton of people. And the one thing I thought was a really interesting thing that was brought to light in the athletic story, I think really kind of sums up the Sens' problems under Eugene Melnick over the last five, six years. They had one of those consultant companies come in and say, you know, basically do an investigation to talk about what they see is wrong with the organization. And the quote was this from this company, and I think it's bang on. The Sens currently have no brand. The Eugene Melnick brand is overwhelming the Senator's brand, and that's not good for business. So um, I know you haven't had a chance to read it yet because I kind of dropped it on you just before we came on the air. But uh, what are your, you know, just initial thoughts in hearing what I just talked about? Yeah, I read enough. I read enough. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think they have no business, no business at all uh, coming from a side of you need to know this bad stuff about Eugene Melnick. And, and the reason for that, Steve, is he's dead. Okay, he's dead. And uh, for me, that let the guy die in dignity. Um, you know, and, and you got no business, you got no business looking at this stuff, finding things out, uh, and putting that up there now when a guy is not here, when a guy's not here to defend himself, when he's not here to perhaps show contrition for some of those accusations, to speak about it, to, uh, to apologize to those people. I, I, I just, I think it's all wrong, Steve, on all levels, to be honest with you. I, re- I really do. I'm quite serious about that. If I'm a news editor or a publisher of a paper or a program director of a radio station, I am putting my putting the full air brakes on any of that stuff. That's my opinion. Um, I'm not I'm not to me, Steve, there's just there, there's never a challenge to go, okay, we're gonna we're gonna everyone's got their shit, Steve. Everyone has their shit. But to me, Steve, this is all wrong all the time, no matter what. I might go down the road you're going down if this story had started following Mr. Melnick's passing, if they decided now is the time to do this story. This has been a story that has been at least a year, maybe more than one, multi-years in the making. And I think the truth is important to get out there when you're talking about the guy's legacy. Um, His story was such a public one and... There were so many fans of this team that followed the day-to-day during Eugene Melnick's time here, and they felt Mm -hmm. like daily they weren't getting any answers. The level of frustration day after day, uh, because uh, honestly, I I mean, you and I are part of it to some degree. When we were working at TSN 1200, there wasn't a lot of chronicling what Eugene Melnick was up to day to day. And fans were like, what is going on? What is going on? And it's always, you know, rumors and, and, and buzz about this or that. And, and the fact of the matter is, and I'll, and I'll say it right now, I never felt comfortable going hard after Eugene Melnick because I, I knew him to be a volatile man, a guy who has lawsuits going on all over the place, not just with people in Ottawa. He's a litigious character and I, I didn't want any of that, so I tried to stay away from that, to be honest, um, because I have a livelihood that I wanted to protect. I have a family that I want to feed, and I had a job I loved. So I, I weighed the pros and cons. Do I talk about the things I know and uh, and go after this guy? And I think there's probably a lot of that going on throughout the entire Ottawa media, this sort of fear of this guy. And so all these years, uh, people have wanted answers, and I don't think it's 
over the line in this case because it's something they've been working on for a long, long time. I don't think they intended for it to come out in the timing that it did after the man's passing. But I think the truth is important. Everyone knows that about Eugene Melnick. Everyone knew that about Eugene Melnick. So why now? What, what, why, Ian, or anyone else, why are you doing this? Why are you, you know, first of all, I don't think you can. You do the story, Steve, the guy dies, it ends the story. What purpose does it serve? What purpose does it serve for you to stand up and say, Eugene Melnick is a bad guy. He did this. He called this girl that. He didn't believe in this cause or that cause or the other thing. You know, if the guy can't defend himself on this stuff, drop it. Drop it, in, in my mind. I don't get the reason for it, Stevie. I really don't. I really don't think, why does someone stand up there today and say, okay, um, I, I don't want to say take him down, but you know what I mean when I say that, right? I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it at all. Well, Ian, I know, I know very well. I consider him a friend, and I consider him a pro. So I would guarantee that, and Katie Strang is seen as, you know, for these types of articles she's seen as one of the best in the game i don't know the other writer very well um but i do know this that all the way along the process of this you know they would have been connecting with the senators and looking for comment and i guarantee on every turn there would be a no comment and uh and probably a threat thrown in there as well um when you say there's nothing new there there's tons new there definitely eugene melnick has always been the owner of this team. He's always been the benefactor of it, but it's still a community thing. It's, it's, it, it means so much to this city, and fans have been left in the dark for so long on what this guy's actually been up to. It's all been rumor. It's all been innuendo. Uh, there's been some stuff that's been out there that uh, rubbed people the wrong way, but I, I think people are entitled to the truth on this particular front. This is something that people were pumping their hard-earned money into, and they want answers as to what happened to their money and what, what was going on with behind the scenes with this guy. I don't think it's a low blow or anything like that. Like you, you seem to think. I do. Yeah, I do. I do. I just, and, and, and would there be a time for that? I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just don't see it. I, I just don't see it serving any purpose at all. Well, it's uh yeah, it's a tough one for sure. I, I think that uh, I don't think it's ending. I think this is just the tip of the iceberg we're seeing here. Um, you know, that was a, a an article I read, I don't know, might have taken me five, ten minutes. So I think it's the tip of the iceberg. I think like mm-hmm. the Me Too movement, um, more will come forward. There will be more stories. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how it all plays out. But, uh, yeah, interesting story for sure in The Athletic. I encourage everybody to read it. It is a paywall, by the way, just to... So you don't get to it and go, hey, are you telling me to spend money? Well, I'm not telling you to spend money or not. I'm just warning you that there is a paywall with The Athletic. We'll take a time out of the program. When we return, we'll talk about a fine for a guy who flips the bird in an NHL game. With all the things going on in an NHL game, that's kind of your hill to die on. There's no way I'll tolerate that. Uh, We'll get to that coming up after these words. With dozens of huge insurance companies fighting for your business, rates are incredibly competitive. That means you're better off selecting on fit rather than premiums, since they're all pretty close. Are you a client with a boat and a cottage or rentals and investments? Let's work together to find the right fit for you. Text 8606008, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is your Ottawa-certified pre-owned Ford dealer. They remove all the worries with a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, vehicle history report, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. Now that's peace of mind. Check out jimkford.com today. They're at 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. 
Do a little window shopping as well. JimKFord.com. And if you need help navigating this tough Ottawa housing market, you should call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. For sellers, Glen services include staging, painting, cleaning, and of course, negotiating all the offers coming in. For buyers, Glen has the expertise to help you land your dream home when competing with so many other offers. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, contact the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today, glenwalton.com. So James, the NHL Department of Player Safety has announced that Ryan Hartman is going to get a $4,250 fine. That is the maximum allowable under the CBA for unsportsmanlike conduct. We could have a conversation just about that laughable total. They got that in their couch under the cushions. But the reason Ryan Hartman was suspended was for flipping the bird while jawing with Evander Kane. Hartman finally goes, F you, says that several times. None of that was a problem. You know, the fact they're, you know, kind of swatting at each other, that's fine too. You know, physical assault and everything, that's cool, no problem. But he had the he had the audacity to give him the middle finger. So apparently sign language is where the NHL draws the line when they start bringing the right. fines in. <laughs> Doesn't it seem silly to you, really? I told you what, Stevie. Uh, what I would do is put on a loop in a hockey game, okay? Every time, because uh, they got lots of cameras now, okay? So every time... They put the camera on a guy, and you, obviously he is saying "f off" or "f you." Okay, right. uh, Stevie, there'd be no problem that it's or on the bench, or okay, I don't know, twenty-five times probably, Steve, a game. Okay, thirty. Yep. Ten, fifteen. Okay, mm-hmm. that you look at some. I I see it five times a night. Okay. And, and often, they, and, and the funny analyst guy will go, oh, I think we know what he's saying there, right? Okay, so, so that's not a penalty, Steve, okay? Literally, verbally abusing a guy, okay? Telling him to F off. Um, I would, Steve, and I'm, not, I'm, I'm being serious when I say that. I'm not that sarcastic. I would allow, okay, you to give the guy the finger instead of the verbal abuse. I would say, fine, I get it, heat of the action, but we got to, you know, we don't, we don't like guys telling people to F off. We don't like right. it, okay? We don't like the F-bomb dropped out there. We don't, there's kids and families and blah, 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 blah. I get it, I get it. So I would make a compromise and go, okay, don't do that. Give the guy the flip on the bird. Flip on the bird. I'm, I'm telling you, I would, I would allow it, okay? I would say, if you guys stop swearing, I'm going to allow you to flip the bird. It's just, it, to answer your question, Steve, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Can you even I've put yourself heard. in Gary Bettman's shoes or whoever's running DOPS these days? It's George Paris. I don't know. But it, <laughs> you know, if you put yourself in their shoes and I as a media member come to you and I ask, hey, uh, why are you so sensitive about sign language and a guy saying F you via his middle finger? Why is that a problem for you exactly? Because I, I, I can't even put my... I, I can't even because obviously I think they're going to come at you with, well, the optics are really poor. Well, well, optics. What what are you talking about with the, the what you just talked about the fu thing? So you yeah. get that going at twenty times a game, and then you you think about all the other things that happen in a game. So you're okay with the optics of a guy repeatedly punching another guy right in the face and blood spewing everywhere when it's all over. No worries there. No fine there. You're cool with the optics of that. But the third digit on the hand is a big old problem for you. It makes no sense. 
Right. So if you start to go in the fighting thing, right now, now you're into a whole new can of worms. Okay. The, the whole oh, I gesture don't think of fighting, so. but, but they allow fighting. Okay. They allow it. So there's going to be blood. My point is Steve, what's, what's going to happen now is the $4,000 fine is laid, laid down for the guy giving the guy the finger. I think seeing a guy tell a guy to F off. Okay. And they don't whisper it by the way, Steve. Okay. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't keep it under their breath. They full on plow out. F you, F off, F you, uh, F, F to hell, you know, F, 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 F. Okay. So now, uh, what's hard, what's, what's, let's just look at those two things, Steve. Okay. Giving a guy the finger and telling the guy to F off. What's more, what's more severe. And to me, it's verbally telling a guy to F off. So now you got to look at that and go, every time someone does that, they got to pay 5k in my mind. If I'm the player safety, I'm going, okay, this is stupid. <laughs> okay. You, you, you know, don't do it. You can't do it. You find the guy for that. Well, then anytime someone tells someone to F off, because the finger is F you. So, you know, yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't make any I, sense. To your point, what's the difference with a guy yelling it out? And the the difference now is there's no penalty for it. <laughs> yeah. But, no, apparently I, but there I, is. I think that the only, the only defense they can come up with, I'm sure, would be uh, the way it looks. It just looks bad. It looks unprofessional as a league. It's be, it's beneath us. It's not dignified. There's so many other things, whether it's verbal or punching a guy in the face. All those things aren't very dignified either. And so why you right. why you uh, die on those hills and, and not the other? I don't quite get. Totally agree. Uh, yeah. Closing it out, Vladdy Vladdy with three home runs. That's a pretty good night on Wednesday night. Uh, he's now got the uh, major league lead. Six games in, he's got four dongs already. So the Blue Jays off to a nice four and two start to the season as they close it out against the Yankees tonight. Canadian Corey Connors. He has yeah. a hole in one today at the RBC Heritage. What do you think is when all the smoke clears, is he the guy most likely to catch Mike Weir in terms of PGA victories? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I if you're going to pick so. a guy, this guy's, this guy's rolling right now. He's totally. rolling. You know, we talked about it yesterday, just because you're not winning doesn't mean you're, you know, top five, top 10, Steve, in tournaments, top 20 is, is superstar. You know, right. if you keep doing that. You keep placing in the top 20. Um, he, you know, he top 10 in the Masters, right? He went he went deep into the match play the week before uh, or two weeks before. Um, yeah, he's the guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't say it any, any, any different than that. He's, watch for him. He's going to win a major, man. That guy's going to win a major. Yeah. No, b- barring injury, you know. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he's going to And Vladdy, the by one. the way, yeah, speaking of Vladdy, not only did he hit three dingers, uh, Steve, he hit them after he got stepped on at first base while he was he was uh, in the field, okay, defending, and uh, took 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 a throw from uh, Bichette, and his hand went down, his free hand went down, and the guy full on like reaching for the base, you know, Steve, when they're they're going for the strike or just after he touched the base, he was out, stepped on his hand. And drew blood, and Vladdy came back, and they go, "Oh no, oh no!" And everyone was all upset. I think because uh, not Espinal, who's who's uh, uh, their other big hitter, Steve. He's out with an injury. Pulled. He pulled. Uh, oh, I don't know. Um, Teoscar Hernandez. Yes, Teoscar. Teoscar's out with an injury. Um, their their starting catcher's hurt. I think. Uh, but anyway, that could have been, yeah. Stepped on the hand like full yeah. on, uh, so he's tough. Anyway, is my point, Stevie? 
Yeah. The guy's got no, some jam. He needed a, and it wasn't about. I mean, it was uh, it, it was significant because he had two stitches that he got after the game. So three dongs with uh, that level of cut on your hand um, is saying something. And finally, Tom yeah, Brady is. Jam. Yeah, no doubt. Tom Brady is asking Elon Musk because that's what he, Elon Musk is out there today saying he might buy Twitter outright. He, only, he just that. bought last week. He just bought Twitter, nine percent of it. And it was something I forget exactly. And you know me with money figures. I had a bad day yesterday in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, bad week. Yep. But I think it, I think it was thirty million. I want to say maybe three hundred. I can't remember. But uh, he bought a big chunk of Twitter. Is the point now? He's saying maybe I'll just buy the whole thing. And uh, Tom Brady, as a joke, Tom Brady's pretty funny on social media. I got to say, yeah, he is. Yeah, he, he asked Elon Musk if if you do buy Twitter. Can you delete those unflattering combine photos of mine? I mean, he really does look, you know, he's not he's very good. cut. He's got the big droopy drawers going and uh, sure. he does not does not look like the Tom Brady we know now. He says, yeah, if you buy Twitter, can you delete the combine photo? Thanks. That'd be great. Yeah. The number, by the way, the number, by the way, to buy Twitter is 43 billion. Oh, my God. Yeah. 43 billion is what he's apparently offered to buy it in this sort of takeover of Twitter. That is bananas. All right. Yeah. We'll call it quits right there. I'll be keen to see the feedback on today's show. Steve W Project at Outlook.com or you can check out our website, stevewproject.com. James, enjoy your day. Enjoy your timeline filling up on social media. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I'm expecting the feedback because you're wrong and I'm right. So let's see what happens with that. All right. All right. Munchons, <laughs> as they say. Have a good one. We'll talk soon. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.